0: once you get that synchronicity feels good and you pursue that it leads you towards intelligence it leads you towards compassion and not in a way of like you should do this it's like no I want to feel good I want more synchronicity so I'm going to pay more attention if I pay more attention I'm going to feel more things and if I feel more things I'm going to think better about them and, and then it just keeps, keeps going and that's why the sacred and the profane
1: we're all Welcome to Alone Traveler's Guide to the Divine, a podcast for empaths, healers, dreamers, and seekers. My name is Amanda Lux, and I'm the creator of the Elevation Hive School and Community Membership for Energy Medicine and DreamWork. In this podcast, I offer teachings, poetry, songs, interviews, and inspiration to support you wherever you are on your path. Today is a special interview with Andras Jones, who is a synchronicity artist. Andras is a singer-songwriter, actor, author, podcaster of his current show, The World is Wrong, and of the infamous Radio 8-Ball show, which started out on live college radio and evolved over 20 years' time to being both a filmed and live onstage event, as well as a podcast with over 700 episodes and its own app, which is super cool, by the way, and you should totally, totally check that out. Andras and I go way back, and I was fortunate enough to get to participate on multiple occasions over the past decade as a sacred usher for his live Radio 8-Ball show, where I would be holding space for the often silly, irreverent, yet profound happenings that would occur as a result of this synchronicity game. Andras and I talk about this and we also discuss the power of living in synchronicity and how the sacred and profane are equally as valid and important polarities to honor in one's pursuit of and appreciation for synchronicity. We demonstrate how Radio 8-Ball works by actually playing the game in this episode, engaging with the app, asking real questions and divining the answers through music which is hilarious, fun, and profound. So it's a little bit of a longer-than-usual episode, but it's full of really cool music that I wouldn't normally play, lots of synchronicity and fun, and there's even a few twists. And I look forward to engaging with you after you have given it a listen. So I hope you will listen through and weigh in on your response to the pop oracle. So... Here is Andras Jones. Thank you for being here and making the space. I do feel really honored to get to have this conversation with you. I wanted to invite you to be on this show because, number one, you had reached out to me right before I went to Puerto Rico and you offered me a book your father's book about dreams the dream poet Yes. and I mean even the name itself just like drew me in I'm like oh man that's great because I love poetry I love the poetry of life and I love dreams you listened to this podcast and you said there was some similarities crossover
2: Huge. and
1: I fully fully felt that as I was reading it and felt really honored that you saw that and that you let me take the book and I have carried it with me through Puerto Rico and through various airports and in Mexico. Richard
0: yes. M. Jones is his name. Search for it and you will find many disparate strands and it might not lead you to him. But if you look for Richard Jones, the dream poet, you can find copies. And unless I find them before you, in which case I'm going <laughs> to buy them up because <laughs> I'm trying to gather them yes. so I can give them to people yeah. who are drawn synchronistically into my web who I feel really need to or not need to but will benefit or enjoy his work like he was a teacher, he was a professor at Evergreen Right. he was one of the founding faculty at Evergreen what was sort of the most fundamentally radical thing about Evergreen was one of his I wouldn't say it's his contribution but his team's contribution which is the sort of education for its own sake Mm -hmm. kind of quality Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. may or may not still be a factor there Right. If you listen to the old timers, it's definitely not. Right. Uh,
2: right.
0: Uh, we're doing a lot of cryptic talking, which I feel like <laughs> I've been told it can be scary to, like, <laughs> to, to so I, I don't want to tease the listeners. I'm not trying to do that. It's just, <laughs> I feel like considering that our connection is Radio 8 Ball and Sacred Ushering and synchronicity, and we're already just in the first bit of this talking about my father and his book.
1: Right.
0: Because, yeah, one yes. of his, but... The, I, the reason I say it's his book is it's the one dedicated to me and my brother. Right. And so I grew up with this book. Yes. I, it was a, When I was a baby and a young child, he was writing it. And then it was the first book of his that came out when I was conscious. And so as someone who puts out products, records, films, books of my own, episodes of podcasts, that was the first release that I ever experienced, mm, uh, right. which, since my dad was a Freudian, th- he would get a huge kick out of, that was the first release I ever experienced. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, and I do want to touch on more of our history and connection, but I also want to just give you the opportunity to introduce yourself. You have so many different things that you do like you mentioned, podcasting and your Radio 8 Ball show and then film and current film coming out and historical film. So, I don't know, is is there any, anything you want to say about just could you share about the context of you?
0: Well, <laughs> what I would say is that people who are interested in that in the context of me there's a website that well, you'll be able to find if you look up my name on but it's called previouslyyours.com. Uh, my band was called Mr. Jones and the Previous. We went through many names, and if you really want to know what's fundamental to me and has always been fundamental to me, it's, it's songs and songwriting. That's where I had my first real experience of synchronicity, and then... Somehow that led to creating Radio 8 Ball, which was holding space for all these other songwriters to have their songs be in this bubbling fountain of synchronicity around where their songs are the bubbles. And I did that for a long time. And so the synchronicity work seems tied to that. And even songwriting, I feel like, is kind of what made, made me an actor. Because the first monologues i ever learned were songs that i learned to sing to myself walking home from school this is back before when we had anyone had headphones for anything to walk with <laughs> I, I had a bone phone you remember you know you probably no. were are too uh, there, a, the, bone the, phone. a bone phone was just basically a scarf uh-huh. with speakers
3: Whoa. And you'd, that's you'd, super cool. <laughs> and it
0: wasn't that cool. Can we cruel. bring
1: that back?
0: <laughs> I've looked them up, but they're made. They were made out of some sort of like totally chemical, like rayon-y oh, no. kind of thing. So they've all deteriorated. Okay. You can't find a no bone phones. Bone <laughs> no more bone phones.
1: <laughs> well, and I love the. You know, synchronicity is going to be coming up. That's definitely. I would say that's that's it. That's that's the thing. my that's, that's the my.
0: That's the art form that I've focused on. That is unique to most people. Right. Uh, A lot of people act. I love acting, which I feel like is synchronistic work. And I love songwriting. And I like writing. (laughs) Sometimes it's it's harder. Once you've learned, once you've been able to put music onto your words, the words can feel pretty uh, naked against a, mm. a, a cruel world oh
1: man I think you're an excellent writer I love your your way with language I just, thank you and you have a, at least one book that I yeah. know of for sure
4: the accidental <laughs> <laughs> initiations
1: and I love how you go into the Kabbalistic tree of Olympia
0: yeah <laughs> it's there I w- actually right before one of the things I did today was I went for a bike ride around the base of it uh huh that was it's it's amazing to have. I, so I should explain that a Kab- for for those who don't know the kabbalistic tree. Uh, do you have a do you have a like website or anything at like this? You could just take a picture of this image before you leave and post it with the sure. podcast.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, so I can just if, if you're interested, you could look on the the podcast notes and the kabbalistic tree is this image which many different systems of belief see it as a very useful map of consciousness which is great for uh, going back to my father's work my my dad was a dream psychologist who learned how to clinically treat people using dreams and then realized that dreams could be equally and maybe even more valuable to people who don't need to be clinically treated and just want to use them to make their lives richer and more fulfilling And that was the essence of his education. And in a way, the Kabbalistic tree can be used the same way. You can use it to solve a problem, or to try and pinpoint a problem, or to try and get something, or try and heal something. And if you know where one is built into a place that you live, and since the Freemasons built this country and built a whole bunch of them, usually into capital cities, of which Olympia is one, Or just Capitol grounds, state grounds, like old state houses, things like that. You'll find them. And then just walking in one also can be useful to get or do or solve or heal. But it's also just experientially wonderful. Yes. Well,
1: especially when you bring that consciousness to it. Because, you know, I've walked around the area of that or gone on runs around there for years and years and before I met you and knew mm-hmm. and then you introduced me to that walk mm-hmm. and the significance of the different locations along it and how you can kind of hold your consciousness there and the way that the conversations you know we would you and I have had many walks and talks around mm-hmm. that and yeah the way the conversation flows when you're in certain areas and how that relates is the coolest thing so, I love that you wrote about that and shared it, and, and then also have taken groups of people. Have you done that recently? Taken people on walks around so, it?
0: I, I used to. I guess this gets to like why uh, sort of a, a sea change in my work. So, I've been building, I've built Radio 8 Ball for like 20 years. I started it on Chaos, mm-hmm. K A O S, and Olympia. In a and a say, yes. It's a radio show. A radio station. It's the community, the college station, the community station yeah. housed at the Evergreen State College. Mm-hmm. And so I started Radio 8 Ball on Chaos in 1998. When I had come back to Olympia after living in Hollywood and doing movies and putting out records and having a band. And I convinced my band to come back here because my dad got very ill. He had mm-hmm. uh, Alzheimer's. And it was a long drawn out and it was definitely an accidental initiation. And so I came back and I found myself here and part of my mourning process once he was gone was to go back to Evergreen and that's how I got involved in chaos. And then this sort of naturally evolved this format of, we've been referencing, I should say what it is now, of asking a question and picking a song at random and then interpreting it like a musical tarot card. And if you're listening and saying, I do that all the time, it's like, yes, yes, of course you do. And because it's a very, we all do that all the time. Those of us who are, who are the kind of people who would listen to a podcast like this, if you are connected to dreams and synchronicity and art and inspiration and whether you intentionally do it or you just, it just happens. Yes. And by
1: it, what I'm assuming is you mean like you're thinking about something or you have an issue, an active issue or question or something in your life that's happening. And in that moment, a song comes on and you're like, oh my gosh, this song is totally speaking to me. About exactly what I need to hear in this moment, it's giving me a message. Like, the universe is speaking through this music.
0: As if it was your dream.
1: As if it was your dream.
0: Right. (laughs) But what I will say to you is that my experience is that when you gather people together to do that experience together, whether it's in a room together or on a radio station broadcasting to people who are experiencing it at that moment... And I think to some degree to a podcast, though I'm still not entirely sure, it magnifies that experience. And this is where we get to sacred ushering is I, over the years, Radio 8 Ball had, has had many iterations. started on a, radio, on a late night radio show where we just play CDs on shuffle function. So people would call in, we'd play CDs on shuffle function. We didn't even intend to have that be the show. The idea was just we were going to play CDs on shuffle function. Right and then the oracle the pop oracle as i call it just started talking to us and started answering questions we didn't even know we'd asked or re- responding to things that we were saying in between the songs and then people started calling in and asking. it was it was so incredibly organic
1: right yeah like yeah
0: you know, just like opening up a, a vein or a, or striking oil, both of those are really terrible uh, analogies. But just for like like I didn't, I was just fooling around, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh my god, we're drowning in this abundance, this incredible. I guess blood and oil are both symbols of abundance, and when you realize yes. that it just flows from just from doing this thing. Uh, well, I was more blown away than my co-host was. He was sort of blown out of it. Just sort of was like, <laughs> ah. Like, we did it for a while. It was fun. But he was like, I wrote a theme song, and I started to really get into it. And he's like, I-, I just wanted to play CDs on shuffle function, right, man. Right, I, right, know right. I didn't want yeah. to start a new religion. and I, <laughs> <laughs> Not that I ever have ever intended. That's been no. never my yes. intention. In fact, the opposite.
2: Yeah, you know,
0: The idea is to keep it as profane on its face as possible and keep it as sacred behind the scenes as possible, which brings us to sacred ushering was when I started to do this as a live show with a live band and celebrities Skyping in and people from the audience coming up and asking questions and filming it and holding space for a lot of energy. I came up with the idea that there should be a group of people who are holding energy for the audience the band, and for Mm. me, (laughs) you need to, all three (laughs) legs of the stool are equally deserving of not being broken, because otherwise it's a very, it's a, not a, it's a squeaky stool. Right. And you were one of these. Yes. You were one of these sacred ushers. You were, I would say that at this point, as it's proven out, you're the only, you you were the only sacred usher. (laughs) there were a, there were a lot of people who got to who got cast in the role mm. but you're the only one who is fulfilled on my vision for it and your mm. podcast that's what struck me is like mm. this you are still doing it right. you're still doing in fact you're doing radio eight ball better because i don't want to say better because i want that that's an insult again that's doing it's insulting the chair like <laughs> all those people, all the musicians, everyone who contributed to it was so great. But I, yeah. you're the person who I see continuing the synchronicity work. Mm. I woke up this morning thinking, I wonder if Amanda's the next host of Radio Eight Ball, because <laughs> eventually, I really—that's my next goal—and is to is to hand it off. Ah. To be—I would like to be the musician for a yes, while and let yes. someone else be the host of Radio Eight Ball. Yeah. But. As we may get into, it's really, it's not an easy path. And so yeah. maybe, that's why sacred ushers are so necessary. So yeah. could you explain what you felt like sacred ushering was?
1: Yeah, well, I loved your vision. I thought Radio 8 Ball was a super cool idea. And when you described to me that role of just holding space, like you said, for the audience, for, you know, I think having a really good integrity within the container is essential for any kind of magic to occur in a safe place, right? And by magic, I don't mean something beyond what's Setting natural. an intention. <laughs> and an... I mean, having a conscious field where we understand that more than entertainment is happening. This could be triggering somebody's healing process. This could be life-changing, life-altering, it, and it definitely is altering because you're bringing in a level of awareness and depth that alters your the space, right? So have I felt my role as the sacred usher of your show was to hold that consciousness around the integrity of the container so that the whatever needed to happen could happen for the highest good, right? That was sort of my spell, whatever for the highest good. Mm-hmm. And I'm here to be a witness. I'm here to be entertained. And I see one thing I loved about Radio 8-Ball too was that it doesn't separate the irreverent profane from the sacred, right, and the, and the deep and the profound so that they're kind of married in that experience, And oftentimes the song, in answer to a very serious, deep question, was really silly. (laughs) But within that sacred fool energy is so much richness and great art, in my opinion. So, And that's definitely been a contemplation of mine today, just knowing that we were doing this interview and just thinking about what, to me, is great art. And I really appreciate that you bring those two elements, those two polarities in of the entertainment, just trying to bring something that's so sacred and true and real and divinatory into Hollywood or onto the air or into an entertainment realm. Mm -hmm. I was reading about that, how you describe the Radio 8 Ball show and that in our current culture, we've lost a bit of our active listening, you know, to especially to independent music, right? And so you were really intentionally featuring artists that you felt had integrity and inviting an opportunity to pay attention to really listen to the music mm-hmm. so it makes sense to me that you're you also want to be on that end of it right like music needs to be heard
0: I mean yeah I think I met you after I had put that down but I've been doing that for like that's, I mean, I, that was my main thing. I put out, like, before I probably met you, I'd put out ten records. Yeah. Toward the country multiple times. Always trying to do it, and sort of with the same, with the same spirit, I didn't, I didn't know that I was a synchronicity artist. Right. Uh, but, same kind of thing, everyone in my, a band of superstars who were all, of course, going to go on to do much cooler and better things, and that's, that's hard. And that's a hard road to travel. And maybe what makes me sympathetic to, it's really just the artists who are not listened to, you know, and the songs that are not listened to. And the, and it's, I don't want to use war analogies, but it is sort of a battle against the talkers in the audience. Mm. And what I found was that if you ask a question, this is what I found well into that we've been doing Radio 8 Ball for other reasons for a long time. But once we did it on stage and I realized that if you ask a question and spin a wheel and then, especially if there's someone really there. Like right. someone gets up and is like, is my relationship going to work? Right. And then you spin a wheel. People do not talk through the song. Right. And they're not doing it out of respect for anything except their own fear for their own relationship and their own hope for this person <laughs> and all this other stuff.
1: Curiosity, Curiosity, I would say. yeah. They're listening with active curiosity. Exactly. And that's exactly. what I think I love the most. I love curiosity and I love synchronicity. It's built into everything, but having curiosity is mm-hmm. vital to noticing it, to honoring it, right? And I felt like that show and that space really cultivated mm-hmm. that a sense of curiosity playfulness it was play. it's playful and that's great I think that's important but it's, it's also sacred and deep and true real stuff happened every time I was like wow yeah
0: Yeah, and then if you add recording it into the bargain right. that adds a whole other level yeah. of I can't tell you how many times I've gone back to a show that I or a reading that I thought was bad and realized that it was speaking to the to me personally and to the state of the world at that time in the in ways that nobody in that room at that time could yeah. have known.
1: Yes, for
0: and sure. that's the experience with every one of them, really. So, one, at a certain point, you develop you develop faith, faith in that your judgment of how good or relevant or valuable things are can be totally off, and that's a freeing thing because. Mm. Your worst day could be the exact right thing that is needed in that moment. And if you can get over your ego about it, which time will do to you, it's because it's easier to say, I was so stupid then, than to be like, I'm so stupid now. (laughs) Especially on this, yeah, that was the hard part. We did, people came to it expecting an entertainment thing. And that's Mm. why I tried to have the sacred ushers there to give some people a little heads up as they walked in. And some people had turned off. They were like, ooh, this, what is this weird thing? Yeah. But I still felt like that's better. Than people coming in and being like, I've had bad experiences. People show up thinking they're going to see that artist's show and they get something else. It's one of the worst experiences I've ever had on stage. We had Mira Uh and she played in L.A. It was this big theater, and like 300 Mira fans showed up expecting to see a Mira show, and they Mm -hmm. had some dude with a wheel asking questions, and and the wheel messed with me because that was I used to do that. I had we had a Zodiac wheel. Now we have a wheel of one through eight, but we used Mm to have a Zodiac wheel. Mm -hmm. Did you ever? You were there for Zodiac wheel shows? I don't
1: remember that.
0: Uh, But in the middle of it was a radio eight thing, and that's when I would have my song come up okay so my song came up like three times oh
1: no <laughs>
0: so that's like the last one they're like we're all just watching and everyone's like
1: no oh, no. no that's so sad and
0: yeah. like the audience by the end was actively hostile to me and yeah. amira is one of my favorite artists oh, i'm yeah. a amira fan yeah That was one of the worst. That really was one of the worst nights of my life. It was like it just and the fallout from as you understand, like imagine getting that energy from one person that you care about their opinion, but getting that energy. And I'd been, you know, you'd been putting everything into building this up for eight weeks of promotion. We have Mira. It's going to be great. It's spring in LA, and the metaphor of that. Has forged me,
2: mm. you know? Yeah. There
0: are things that I'm not scared of, that I used to be yeah. more scared of. Yes. And there's things that I can just be like, that ain't no big thing, because...
3: Mm.
1: That's very powerful.
3: Thinking about it, it and I know hurts. I know
1: that that's part of your story and, and your walk, you know, that yeah. you've moved through quite a few fires, and that yeah. has forged you in many many ways yeah. you know, um, with your show starting with chaos and having to not have your show there anymore and then just going on and on there's been I know that you've dealt with that throughout your time and that in some ways I love that that aspect of your story or your walk or your history has informed your art in so many ways and mm-hmm. your current podcast The World is Wrong yes <laughs> Do you want to say anything about that? Well, The World is Wrong
0: is an extremely positive podcast where we celebrate films the world is wrong about. Yeah. So the movies that you hear, what I would refer to as bullies, other people might refer to them as critics, and some people might refer to them as just audiences with strong opinions. I still call them bullies because the films can't fight back. Right. And our whole idea is we talk about films we like. And if there's no such thing as a guilty pleasure... If you like it, it's a good film. Right. And let's have the conversation about why you think it's good, how you think it's good. It's not an interesting conversation, which is like, how I think the film you love is bad. And I would apply that to almost everything. Yeah. (laughs) That how I think what you like, dot, dot, uh, dot, or do, dot, 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 is bad, is the least interesting conversation in the world.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And... Why are you into that thing that I think is ugh, right. is an interesting conversation. It is.
2: <laughs> store. You don't see many of them around no more. I used to be on the radio.
1: I downloaded the app and I had no idea you had that. It was so exciting. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely love it. And I wrote in my question. You know, I got up this morning and I was really meditating on this interview so i wrote down as i prepare for this interview with andras on a lone travelers podcast what is at the heart of it what is the most important thing for me to know how do i prepare what do i need to hold in my mind you know and the answer i got was this song called
0: cheese by dan Byrne? yes dan Byrne doing cheese <laughs> yes Cheese, 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 cheese,
1: cheese. Cheese. It was cheese. That was the song. (laughs)
0: Uh, It looks like it was recorded live on Chaos in Olympia on November 21st,
3: 2006. Mm. My. Told me about the four basic food groups: milk, dairy, bread, fruits, and vegetables. I learned them religiously and tried hard to have them. If not for every meal, then every day. A balanced diet is awfully important. For instance, fish or rolls of milk and peas. But on, on the road, all I eat is cheese. Something sharp like Gruyere can be absolutely stunning last week I had Monterey Jack five days running Every now and then I say, and some crackers please But usually all I eat is cheese Now maybe baby you can come with me On some of my great adventures Every now and then we'll stop a little while in Paris or London or Rome We can have some caviar in Central Pay I have a flat I'll leave you the keys But I oh, 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 on the road all I eat. Cheese, 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 cheese. Cheese, 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 cheese,
2: cheese. Cheese, 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 cheese. Mostly all I eat is cheese. Mm. Yeah.
1: Mm. Now it's up. Ah. How is that for you? Oh.
0: <sighs> Yeah, that was a lot. Uh, uh, This format just turns a, uh, can turn a goofy little song into, like, the most gut-wrenching, I don't know, hug. Mm. What did you get out of that, as the answer to your question?
1: I knew that we were going to be meeting today, and I knew that you were fasting. You're fasting right now. Oh, yeah. And I have been preparing to do a deeper cleanse. So I was thinking deeply this morning about what is a cleanse for me and where does cheese fit into that? <laughs> I was literally thinking all about it. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about cheese. Because I, don't, yeah. I didn't even want cheese when I was in Mexico. and I was, It was so easy to just have juice every day. But since I got home and I'm in this environment again, I just want to eat cheese I don't know it's bad, it's I don't know it's comfort there's something about it I loved the song I love the melody I love the way he sings it is very heartfelt to me yeah. was, it puts me in my heart when I hear it and it's kind of light and silly and I definitely felt that knocking on my door this morning I always pay attention to the epiphanies that come in the morning not always have a lot of them but the more I have, the more I'm like, this is a good day. This is an interesting yeah. day. I've had a lot of epiphanies before yeah. noon. So yeah. today was one of those days. And yeah. I was really contemplating the beauty of life as an art form in and of itself. That when we really pay attention to synchronicity and we really honor that everything is sacred, it really does bring us full circle into that you know, sacred fool place where everything is also equally as ridiculous. So I was in that space with it. I'm like, wow, this is profound and ridiculous. It's yeah. cheese. There's yeah. nothing cheesier than cheese <laughs> exactly. itself.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
1: I felt moved by it. I loved the song. But I'm curious, what was your take on it? It felt like it moved emotion. Yeah,
0: me. I can't really... I, I, I don't think I could really explain... I'll try. There's just stuff that's going on in my life where the idea, like the four basic food groups are bullshit. And the song starts with, my mom taught me about the four basic food groups and sort of accepting that some fundamental things that I always believed or counted on Mm. were as uh, valid as the four food groups.
1: Right.
0: And uh, so that, hit me at first and then uh and then just and then being transported back to that time with Dan which was a simpler time for all of us Mm. was really potent and that was like the those were like the the sparks of kindling and tinder going and then just the wash of being of being back in the space of synchronicity in Radio 8 Ball. Mm. Mm. It reminds I for years, I, I told you I used to tour for years, and the last tour I went on, I started in Boston on September 8th, 2001. So, something happened three days into my tour, across America, and when I would perform I would always I couldn't perform without crying mm. uh, It's going to be confusing when I say that that's part of my er- like erotic expression like dancing, laughing, crying that's one of the ways that energy moves through me when I'm incredibly inspired mm. It's also impossible to sing. Try talking when you're on the verge of tears <laughs> now imagine trying to sing in front of a group of people right. and you know that the fact that you're crying knows that you're getting to the place where the song needs to get, but your instrument is constricting right, with, right, as right, you're right, doing it.
4: Right.
0: And, uh, and a lot of other stuff. And band, there was just a lot of trauma in mm-hmm. trying to do with art when you're in, when you're young in yeah. a big way. Yeah. And I was just so hurt and it was just coming through my art mm-hmm. and radio eight ball got to that point. A couple, a, few, a couple of years ago when I started the world is wrong in the middle of the beginning of COVID, we were doing it and then, Just everyone just got so confused about, based upon whatever their reality tunnels were, and I just felt like it just wasn't Mm. a safe space to explore. Uh, And since I've stepped away with it from it, I kind of know that I have heart and trauma around it. But as soon as we opened up that portal, it's just like taking a psychedelic. The universe Mm. is right there, just saying, "Hey, I love you." I can't take. Don't tell me. Just don't tell me. (laughs) You know tell me anything else yes 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 wow yeah
1: so so that's the heart of it yeah there's yeah. heart at the heart of it
0: yeah
1: and some broken heart and yeah. some universal love and yeah.
2: yeah
0: I'm trying to clear that out. like I'm I wrote a new song recently called just get out of my head which is the chorus is get out of my head get out of my heart mm-hmm. that's my mantra I'll share it with you people if there's mm-hmm. any just get out of my head get out of my heart mm-hmm. you know I know it might sound counterintuitive because they'll just keep coming back. That's fine. (laughs) But good boundaries. And good boundaries are really hard.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's very true. Because the
0: world is wrong. Unfortunately. (laughs) Unfortunately. Earth is right. Yeah. Nature is right. This interaction, synchronicity is right. But the world, the critical world that makes things mean things, Mm. and I mean that in both ways makes things mean things
2: right
0: that world is wrong and now i'm that's that's where i'm at right now it's like trying to just get in the scrum and and defend helpless works of art Mm. (laughs) against the mean and wrong world Mm. and that's why i bring it back to this podcast that you're doing and this is why why i was so inspired because i was like oh Here's someone who's doing the synchronicity work who is not as wounded as I am by the experiences that I have with it. And I think that brings me... Can we end on my question for the Pop Oracle? Please. You inspired this question. I'm asking this question to you and about you, but including the audience. Is the next host of Radio 8 Ball listening to this musical divination? And now I'm going to... Give it a shake and we'll get our answer.
1: What's it gonna be? What's it gonna be? What's it gonna be?
0: Oh. Amelie Joulac, Little
4: Spider. It's wonderful. It's marvelous and barbarous for you know that I'm a spider spinning what I will yes you know that I'm a spider waiting for the kill but I love you and you should trust me you know say it back and open up your mouth slightly wider maybe i would stop acting like such a little spider don't be gloomy i am your mother when it gets windy we'll have each other Well, I tell you in this world there is true evil Well, I'll protect you, step into my web Little bull weevil Don't be afraid, dear I am your mother When it gets windy We'll have each other Without me, you'd be all alone in frigid, freezing, frightful weather. But you are safe and warm with me. We're both in this together. Yes, without me, you'd be all alone out in the cruel, cruel world. take you in and I'll dust you off your hair guts washed and curled Things I said, but darling, you're no use to me if I am gone and dead, which brings to mind the fact that you're still in my web. Now I'll wrap you up in silk and feed you mother's milk, and then, my dear, bite off your very head.
0: As soon as you engage this, like with the psychedelic, the all the realities and all the different points and views and perspectives merge in a really powerful way, sort of like in a dream or with the synchronicity. Yeah. If you're listening to this, do you think that you're the spider? I'm talking to you, are you the spider? And I'm the person asking, or am I the spider? Are you listening and thinking that I'm the spider, that Radio 8 Ball is a spider and it's going to bite off your head? As I was listening, I was thinking I was going to invite someone who is going to bite off my head. But in the context of what I'm saying, what I want from Radio 8 Ball, that's exactly what I want. Mm. I want to be able to be the one who's playing and playing the music and someone else gets to be smart. and thoughtful and grounded and hold the space i don't want my head involved at all Mm -hmm. i want my voice my fingers and my heart my everything
1: yes 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 love that
0: Uh, and i'm also in a place of having boundaries around the mother Mm -hmm. that are uh that both of these songs just walloped me and that's i think that's the experience of if you were to, if we if we were doing radio eight ball shows, and if you came to a radio eight ball show, and maybe if you listen to one of our long form podcasts, or maybe you can have that experience uh, after the fact, but in the moment, this is the experience: is that you go there and everyone's getting the answers to their question, but your thing is getting tweaked all throughout, like right, it is like. Right. Someone else who's not having mother issues isn't going to listen to these songs and hear really that at all. They're going to right. hear something else, right? Eating, right. Yes. cheese, and spiders, and eating and devour. You know, like
1: there's that, you know.
0: Right. So at first I was scared listening. Then I was mm-hmm. really moved,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and th- and now talking about it, I kind of get what the answer is for me. Mm. But it doesn't really because my real answer is this passive aggressive like help me. <laughs> Could someone please? I built this amazing thing. I built this amazing vehicle. And I, for some reason, am incapable of driving it. It's like Moses in the promised land. I'm not allowed in. Especially if it's an Olympia. If I come in, I will be rewarded with fists. Mm. Literal or uh, figurative. But Mm. someone else could do this thing. And I think... Especially if it was you, Amanda. (laughs) (laughs) You
1: you You could bite off
0: my head and I would be okay with it.
1: I loved a lot of the words in that song. And it started out very fantastical and all of that. I was on a journey with it. But I didn't ever quite know how to orient myself within the journey. It felt a little disorienting to me. I wasn't ever sure who was what and where. And is it is it a friend or is it prey? Is it we're going to be cozy together and then it's suddenly until the storm and now you're my food because you're good are you me anymore. I love the perspective that not being in your head and of also of the transformation of the dismemberment of that. Like on a shamanic level, that's a really beautiful thing. And we are always all those roles, you know, we are the predator and the prey. And I've had my own insights and revelations around that, specifically that occurred in the spider web with the spider as the as the spiritual force of that dismemberment and have learned in my own way, what that feels like to be both, on both ends, and through that, so that was where I went, I did go there with that, I'm like, wow, everything that we birth, you know, everything that we, and and we are the mother of, you know, we, we also kill it, and we're also that thing that we get caught in our own web, and, and then we're freeing that energy, really nothing dies, it just transforms, so we're freeing that energy. It's a web. Yes. I think it <laughs> the that's the
0: that's that's the other part is like that there's the synchronicity is the experience of synchronicity is the experience of a web. Yes. Radio eight yes. ball is like a web in that the goal is to capture synchronicities that right. we then devour. Right. And leave behind because really if you get too hung up on any one synchronicity, it can mess you up. Yeah. You know. That's yeah. you know, you gotta like they're they're abundant right you cannot, and yeah. things
1: have a purpose until they don't and then it's time for them to be transformed yeah. right you're my buddy we'll cozy up here it's all good until that time has passed and now i'm gonna eat you you're my food i'm gonna you know turn it
0: into a song or a poem or a story <laughs> that you tell and yeah. luckily there you know as long as we're breathing there are more experiences to have and more synchronicities synchronicities to have
4: true
0: um I guess that's the hope. There's a part of me, there's the hopeful part. There's the negative part, which is like, well, the internet is going to bite your head off. Definitely. The web is going to bite your head off. <laughs> but there's the other part, which is that, and this is, this is the hopeful part that I would love to have more access to in my life, and what Radiate Ball brought to me when I was very much in the flow of it, was that belief that through a synchronistic way of approaching life, that if you, just like the selfish listening to a, a song... Mm-hmm. If you really appreciate synchronicity, if you get synchronicity, then you want your field to be excellent. Then you meet the people you meet with a kind of hopeful excellence that if it's met, even a little bit, the world just opens up. Yes. (laughs) And that, so it's a self, like once you get that synchronicity feels good and you pursue that, you... It leads you towards intelligence. It leads you towards compassion. And not in a way of like, you should do this. It's like, no, I want to feel good. I want more synchronicity, so I'm going to pay more attention. If I pay more attention, I'm going to feel more things. And if I feel more things, I'm going to think better about them. And, yes. and then it just keeps keeps going. And I, that's why the sacred and the profane. Because our culture, our world is wrong. It's, it's toxic and and... It's taught us some very bad lessons, but I know that music is good. It's so good that it can take a, no offense, Dan, but a stupid little song like cheese (laughs) and have me just bawling, pouring out here because music doesn't matter what you say over it, except that when you say words over it, then that generates synchronicities and whatever cheese means to you. Mother feeding it to you, whatever. Like, it's primal.
2: Yeah.
0: And so so there is an idea that through synchronicity and a more capable host, even the web could be transformed Mm. through intelligent engagement, which Mm. is curious and selfish engagement. Mm. Uh, I think that's
1: interesting, selfish engagement. But I also think, you know... you got to be smart about
0: being selfish. <laughs> like, it's not... You might think you're being selfish when you put a needle in your arm. Uh, though that mean that can be... A, that, uh, now that can be interpreted in a million different ways right now. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm referring to heroin. We're not talking about vaccinations. Uh, but if, you like, you could think that feels good, p- putting that needle in your arm. That, you could think that's selfish, but it's sort of a small picture selfish. Mm. So that's why... Synchronicity is the key because Mm. synchronicity demands attention, and that is what creates intelligence. If Mm. you're paying attention, you're going to learn things,
1: right? 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 If you're
0: trying to get what you want, you might not,
1: right? You might
0: get what you want, and you still wouldn't get it,
1: right? And it opens the field, too. I think what you're saying is, you know, when you're focused on your own pleasure or your own experience or your own pain even, right? When you're just focused on yourself in that selfish way, you're missing the interconnectivity and how everything we do ripples out and touches and affects everyone else.
0: Or even inside. And when I'm in my pain, I am the least generous. When I am in a rush, when I am not taking really good care of myself and in a great space, then I'm not meeting the world with attention the way Like Radio Eight Ball brings that out of me. It became a it's a practice Mm -hmm. of doing that. Mm -hmm. But, like the the, or and and the outgrowth is all of these painful experiences or difficult experiences that that I see later on are really valuable. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, don't let that ruin a very good thing, (laughs) as you have done so many times and recorded in front of audiences to teach yourself this lesson that only (laughs) you can ruin a synchronicity.
1: (laughs) But I do want to, I know we're getting to wrap it up, and I want to clarify your question to the Pop Oracle was, is somebody listening to this right now?
0: Is the next host of Radio 8 Ball listening to this podcast? Right. And I would just say if you are listening to this and you feel like you are the next Radio 8 Ball host, I'm going to say something pretty revolutionary here. Hold your horses. (laughs) Because you may think you want that. It's a lot of energy to plug into. And this is why I created, with the help of a very generous investor, at tremendous expense for nothing, uh, this Radio 8 Ball (laughs) app that is a way that you can do it. Like, you can download this app, you can ask it a question, pick a song at random, see how it feels. If you feel that's good, invite someone else to do it with you. See how that feels. If that feels good, gather it, like, try and do, in a, you know, do it with a few more people. And if they all like it, all gather together and then do that. Yes. And then get in touch with me.
1: Yes. <laughs> because
0: if you're doing that much work and it feels good, then you might be the next Radioweight Ball host. Right, but right. if you think that it's an opportunity, I would just it's an opportunity. <laughs> but Let's it, just
1: say you might be be the spider that hosts the web and you might also be you will, devoured no, in the you web. You will be all of them.
0: You will be all of them. And that's why, uh, yeah, yes. Yes, So I I, I would love to find the people for whom this is a a pleasurable and a powerful and a useful tool and experience. Yes. And uh, I also know that... I entered it sort of like guns ablaze and
2: woohoo, let's play with some sacred late at night.
0: And it took 20 years of my life and many <laughs> of my friends and what, you know, like a lot of my reputation in ways that right. I, I.
1: That I have forged to you.
0: Yes, that forged me. That forged so, me.
1: Is there anything you want to say just for closing?
0: Well, when you hear this, there will be a website called previously com or com. you can find it either way that's where you can find my music where you can find my stuff about my acting and the films that I've produced or had songs in and you can find out about my different podcasts and about the Radio 8 Ball app if you're interested in Radio 8 Ball there's a whole Radio 8 Ball page called radio8ball.com and you can there's so much to explore there it's a little bit daunting i would just say go to where find a synchronicity go look for a date or an artist or something that's interesting to you and just start to dig in there and if you want to just have fun because Radio 8 Ball is fun but it's also challenging come check out the World is Wrong podcast find a movie that you think that you're tired that you've heard that you love that you've heard people say bad stuff about and you've gotten a little bit shy about talking about it come listen to me and Brian as we talk about how that film is actually great (laughs) Fantastic! <laughs> A movie that should have its ar- your arms th- arms thrown around it, and um, yeah. So that's that's, that's my favorite thing to do right now, other than well, right now this is my favorite thing to do because this was fantastic. And yeah. and I also say congrats, congratulations on having an awesome podcast. Thank and uh, I am obviously incredibly moved and inspired by it. And uh, if if I talk too much, just know that I'm sure that the next guest will be. A better listener. And I just had a lot to say. I've been just sitting on it. And Amanda's the only person I know who I uh, can have this conversation with. And for some reason, I'm the kind of person who can only really talk truthfully if they're being recorded. So uh,
1: I don't know about that. But
0: well, I it brings out something. It. I know yes. that there's something, it yeah. opens up a channel in me.
1: Yes, totally. Totally. Yeah. It's beautiful. Thank you for sharing your channel and for participating and bringing it I really appreciate it and I really appreciate and honor you Thank you
0: Thank you Cheese 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 <laughs> cheese <laughs> Cheese 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 Maybe we should close with that Cheese,
3: song. <laughs> Cheese cheese cheese
0: cheese On the pot, all we eat is cheese 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 cheese
3: cheese 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 Cheese, 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 cheese. Cheese, 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 cheese. Mostly all I eat is cheese. Hey.
1: so much for listening to this episode of a lone traveler's guide to the divine please check out the show notes for more information on andras jones the musicians who were featured in this episode and be sure to check out all of his links to his website previously yours.com so you can learn about his current film and musical projects as well as his book accidental initiations in the kabbalistic tree of olympia I also want to invite you to reach out to myself or Andras if you would like to weigh in on your interpretation of his question posed to the pop oracle about whether you think I should be the next host of Radio 8 Ball or maybe you should be the next host of Radio 8 Ball. So please do feel free to reach out. Give us your interpretation. Let us know if the song was speaking to you personally and if so, how. And as always, know that you are invited for free to join me for any of my monthly conscious dream circles. Check out the free classes and resources I have for you in the show notes. And a huge thank you for liking, sharing, following, and reviewing this podcast. May this deepen your own inquiry and exploration of your night dreams, your energy, the waking dream of your life, and of course, synchronicity in the best and highest way possible. It is such an honor to be in sacred community with you. Thank you.
2: My town has still got a record store I don't see many of them around no more I used to be on the radio Yeah, yeah, synchronicity Yeah, yeah, baby, you and me Every Tuesday night from 6 to 8 we would chaotically congregate Yeah, but the boring haters couldn't wait Might as well kiss goodbye to our radio station Recognize, de-escalate, and decode the situation I'm torn